Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. I have to say my dad is very bad my dad has eight kids though so he kind of has a reason to maybe forget one of our yeah. birthdays but he has done that numerous times where he could actually message you a week before but I remember meeting up with them with my brother and my brother's birthday was in March and in October he said Jesus I forgot to give you a present to my brother he's like it was your birthday last week was it March mm. his birthday was in March this is October Wow. Yeah, a few months later, but um, dads are dads are way worse than hashtag not all dads. Dads are way worse. Hashtag not all dads. <laughs> hashtag not, not all, all dads. but some. Uh, Francis, wow, wow, Francis, read this out to you now. When I had my first baby, I took her downtown for the first time, went into a shop, and came out, got the bus back home, and my mom said to me, "Where's Pam? Who's obviously your child? Oh it was no, only six weeks old. No, nearly killed me." <laughs> How did you get her back? <gasps> where did you, did you like, leave Where did you go? I'm lo- looking for my lost baby. Uh, can you imagine how mortified you would be? Oh my God. How much of a terrible parent you'd feel walking back in going... Like, I've gotten lost as a kid loads of times. Yeah, yeah. The, I have traumatic experiences from the Ilex Centre being dragged around. Was it Marks and Spencer's in the Ilex Centre? Oh yeah, I loved that place. And I would just keep getting lost and I'd always be lost in the shoe aisle. And then they'd have rows to like... and rows, yeah. Intercom. Has anybody lost a child? <laughs> If you see a small boy is crying in the shoe department, come back. And that would just always be, that's why I hate, I've hated shopping ever since I can remember. Because of those, getting lost the whole time. But, but you know what? I was the same, always got lost, but it was us wandering off. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You couldn't, you were so bored following her around. You were never really forgotten. I don't think I was ever forgotten. I was forgotten about, um, they were having a big family dinner. And like my, my aunties and uncles were over or something for the first time in a long time. And I was upstairs like playing the old Sega. And I was playing away and I heard them talking. I just kept playing and didn't hear anything. And then I came down like a couple of hours later and they're like, my mom forgot to make me dinner. I was devastated. No. I was devastated. I was like, uh, uh, is there anything for me? Please, sir, can I have some more? I'd say it was like that as well. And she's like, oh, no. Ooh, oh, you. Forgot about you. <laughs> child. Yeah. So, um, listen, if you've ever, if you've ever done anything like Francis and just forgot your kid, left them somewhere. Oh, my God. That must be. Oh, that's a bad one from Alan as well. Uh, Alan we'll get to yours in two seconds and um, we'll take a quick break but yeah if you've ever forgotten anything the worst thing that you have ever forgotten maybe it was an important date maybe it was an important project and work maybe it was your kid 
still you, you cannot forgive yourself for that. that is horrific listen maybe they're not that nice of a kid anyway so you were like better off forgetting them but your look let us know 0876797104 coming up before 12 last chance to enter our competition for the luxury holiday to Bali and also Harvard professor on how aliens might have been visiting us uh, a couple of years ago it's all on the way you're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong FM 104 for on the way Harvard professor talking about how aliens might have actually visited us a couple of years ago and your last chance to get into the draw for the Paths to Paradise competition you could be heading to Bali at the end of this year we'll cover everything flights, accommodation, transport final chance to get yourself in the draw today coming up in the next 10-15 minutes but some of the texts that are coming in now this evening we have to get to because it turns out that a new study has shown that your being forgetful is a sign of brain efficiency. But when you forget very, very important things, I don't think you'll get away with saying, I just have a very efficient brain. No. Not going to work at all. Uh, Alan, good evening. Alan has said, I forgot about a date in the before times. What are the before times? Before I think, marriage settled down? No, I think when life was normal. Like Oh, sorry. Pre-2020. <laughs> Pre-2020, yeah. Uh, I forgot about a date in the before times. It was a first date, but I oh, but I completely forgot we had it organised. I woke up the next morning with some very angry texts. Oh, you see, a lot of people will think you just ghosted her. Did you agree to meet at a certain bar or a restaurant? You obviously didn't like her that much either because you would have... She didn't make an impression. You would have... Yeah. Yeah, you, you, like a first date, you'd kind of know it's coming up or yeah. it's happening. You might go to the wrong place. You'd be in contact though through text. But surely yeah. she would have text on the day. As in... No? Was Alan, it? did you just have a couple of beers on your own and go to sleep and go, that was a great night? <laughs> and then, oh yeah, you're one. Damn it. And I take it you didn't get a follow-up date after that. I presume, mm, like you're, no. not, you're not giving someone a, a no, day update. No. Yeah, you're like, no, okay. Um, Francis did Francis got in touch with this wasn't it it was bad when you leave your no this oh, is yeah. in from not France sorry Mary uh, is it bad when you leave your child in the buggy in the supermarket she said no lads I actually walked home had to race home uh, sure she was grand sitting up in the buggy not a bother on her of course she probably had no idea <laughs> have you told her since by the way or is she old enough to I, tell her <laughs> I, f- I forgot you like I wonder as well right I wonder if there's Couples where like the mother has forgotten the kid, but the father's never known about it. Where you know they they're so shocked and horrified yeah, and embarrassed and, so. and ashamed of doing that. And I imagine it's easily done, especially of a newborn that you're exhausted twenty four seven and you have a million and one things to go on. That there's someone out there like there's some some dad out there who just forgot his kid for like four days and just never said it. I have a friend who had a baby this is only two years ago and she like that was sleep deprived, but was going to a wedding and mm. she was trying on dresses. So the girl was like, I'll take the baby. And they were all fussing over the baby. She tried on the dress. She came out and when she was leaving, she literally walked out as in totally forgot that she had her baby with her and that she'd handed the baby over to one of the shopkeepers. (laughs) I walked out the shop and was like, oh God. And I'm sure that I can't remember what way it went, but I'm sure the shopkeeper was like, "Um, your child? Yeah. Oh yeah. Nothing worse than forgetting a baby. Forgetting that she'd brought her in. <laughs> Easily done. You're like phone, Is wallet, it? keys. Yeah, that's it, I think. Job done. Let's move on. Uh, in July, I forgot my dad's birthday, which was on the 13th, but I thought his birthday was the 7th. Oh, uh, yeah, that happens, yeah. The older you get as well, you do forget those things. Like, I'd often second guess when my brothers and sisters were born now. Yeah. Whereas before, when I was younger, I'd know. Um, <clears throat> I typed up all my sister's divorce papers 
I decided to go into the Montclair for a gin and tonic before the bus came and I lost them all. Oh, no. And I know that is really annoying because um, those papers, you can't just get them like that. You have to... I imagine Maybe. that there's a little bit of work that goes into yeah. divorce papers. You need to kind of apply for them again. and <sighs> So you probably delay the process by a few weeks. Cathy, Cathy, Cathy. How did your sister respond when you forgot those? Like, did you, she was like, where are those papers? And you're like, <laughs> About that, I actually took a break and uh, lost them. Oh, God. When I was three to three and a half, I went to Disneyland with my mum and my nan. My nana thought I was with my mum and my mum thought I was with my nana. <laughs> Crucial crucial point of difference there they were freaking out and couldn't find me anywhere I was in the parade holding Jesse from Toy Story's hand having the time of my life oh that's cute <laughs> yeah, they're usually always found safe to be honest to be honest 99% yeah when you forget your kid but you do assume someone has stole you you know that's what you, you would think, think someone worst, has, wouldn't you? you yeah. wouldn't be able to keep your, your, your stuff together you'd just be like no, no you'd this be losing your mind worst, worst case scenario completely Okay, she Alan has followed up. He forgot about his date. She hadn't texted in a few days, so I must have assumed she lost I- interest. She ha- had planned to meet in the city centre bar. There was no second chance. Yeah. In fairness, uh, if you haven't, if you haven't, if you yeah, yeah like, that is weird. Like you kind of if you're texting on a Sunday to meet on a Friday and you don't hear anything after Tuesday. Yeah, I wouldn't turn up. You, you might, you might, you might forgot. Well, I text though. Oh, yeah. Oh my god. Oh, will I read this? Please read that out. Don't mention any names. Just read it out. No. I forgot my baby while at the corner shop. Was home after putting shopping away, having a cup of tea when my phone rang. The shopkeeper rings me to see had I left anything at the shop. (laughs) I check my shopping, say no, I have everything. Nearly died when they told me I left the baby outside the shop. Oh my God. That was 27 years ago when you did leave the pram outside the shop. Yeah, you used to do that. Like, that was Everyone had a local shop in the estate, like, or around the corner. It wasn't big, huge Tesco's or Supercoons or whatever. But I remember even supermarkets back in the day when I was very young. It was kind of normal if my mom wanted to run in to get Mm. something that I'd stand outside with the pram. Yeah. You know, they'd never do that now. No way. (laughs) Wow. Did you forget anything? No, got all the shopping there, got the milk, (laughs) got the cheese, yeah. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty confident. I have absolutely everything. But then, uh, whoopsies. That's brilliant. Love Whoopsies, whoopsies. God, if you have any other good ones, let us know if you've ever forgotten anything. Or other good forgetting your child stories. Were you forgotten as a child? Not like emotionally or psychologically. We just don't know if you've ever forgotten, left somewhere. Maybe like uh, they forgot to put you on the bus, school tour, something like that, where you left in the middle of nowhere. 87 Do let us know. And then... Uh, Details on our Paths to Paradise competition next year. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Still to come, you're going to hear from a Harvard professor of astronomy who believes we may have come into contact with an alien artifact from another civilization many millions of light years away. Yeah, he believes that we may have already come into contact with aliens. He will be live very, very soon here on Room 104. But we don't want to send you into the middle of space, but we would love to send you about a thousand miles away to Bali. FM 104's Paths to Paradise. What a holiday this would be. Oh my God, a luxury stay in Bali. It's serious stuff. Serious stuff. You got return flights from Dublin to Bali. You got 10 nights in a luxury hotel. 
Mm-hmm. Breakfast every single morning, snorkeling trip that includes all the equipment, drinks and snacks, a massage at the hotel spa, 500 euro to spend that you probably won't even spend. Uh, exactly. So listen, you've had a rough 12 months. 2021 isn't shaping up to be any better at all, but it will be a million times better if you are sitting on a beach with a drink in your hand in amazing weather and having all of the costs covered and paid for. It's obviously, we're going to kick this off or send you when it's safe to do so, when all the travel restrictions have been have been lifted and job done, it's, it's safe and it's fine. But what you want to do now is we want to get yourself in the draw. If you want to win this trip to Bali, you want to head away at the end of the year, all you need to do right now is just text the word PARADISE and your name to 0876797104. This is the last chance that you can enter today here on FM104. Uh, PARADISE and your details, your name, 0876797104. And even, listen, even if you're not going to be able to head off to Bali until October, November. Yeah. The simple fact that you'll have that in your head going, I'm going away on holidays and not just down to Kerry or not just over to Galway. You're going to Bali. You're going to be having an unbelievable time in one of the most uh, exotic and luxurious places in the world. If you've ever wanted to go, now's your chance. We will cover the cost for you. Paradise and your name. 087-6797-104. We have only got one more uh, one more finalist to pick and we're going to do this in the next 10 minutes we're going to do this very very quickly by the way so that's all you need to do Paradise your name 0876797104 we'll be picking our, our final finalists in the next couple of minutes that's all with uh, the Open College Ireland's leading QQI distance learning course provider theopencollege.com get those texts into us you're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long FM 104 Tulipa, levitating, Cormac and Susha here on Room 104. FM 104's Paths to Paradise. No no messing around this evening now for our final finalist here on Monday. If you have not heard, FM 104 want to send you away to Bali, all expenses paid trip. It's all with thanks to the Open College. It's FM 104's Paths to Paradise. So you have something to look forward to in this miserable year and the previous 12 months that we've all been living in. I'm sure you could, I'm sure you deserve the trip away. It doesn't even matter that you want the trip away. I'm sure you deserve the trip away. So you've been uh, texting in Paradise to 0876797104. We're about to call a finalist out, our final finalist here on Monday. Now, if this is your name, you need to message us back in before the end of the show, within the next 30 minutes. Otherwise, your spot is going to somebody else and that's going to be a bad time for you. So, if we call out your name, you need to message us back in within the half hour on 87 104. So, Sersha. The name that we have picked out is Stacy Moran in Blanchardstown. Stacy Moran in Blanchestown, you have 30 minutes to contact us. Otherwise, you're losing your place. If you know Stacey Morn in Blanchestown, maybe give her a message and say, here, listen, I know you might be putting the kids to bed or whatever, but you need to message Cormac and Saoirse back in on F104 because they're after calling out your name. All right? Yeah, 30 minutes. You've got 30 minutes to get in touch with us. If not, you will miss your chance to get into the final and you could be going to Bali on your holidays. Yeah, it would be a horrible, horrible prize to miss. You'd be so devastated. But listen. 
That is your final call. Stacey Morn, will you please get in touch? 087-67-9714. Stacey Morn from Blanchestown. You are the final person we are looking for here today to go into the draw, which is taking place next Monday. Okay? Don't worry. More chances all day tomorrow. More chances here on Room 104. And if you don't win Bali, we have a trip to Thailand to give away after that because we weren't just happy with one holiday. We wanted to throw in another one there as well. So listen, it's FM104's Paths to Paradise. Stacey. Stacey Morn, get in touch. You could be heading along, but you're in that draw. You have about 28 minutes left to get in touch. 87 You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long. FM 104. Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Some shocking news. Oh no, what is it? So if you just heard, we called out our final finalists. Yes. And... Our final finalist was Stacey Morn. In Blanche. Uh, and uh, Stacey Morn had to get back in touch with us and she's loads of time to get back in touch with us. Well, we have to give her a buzz to bring her on air to confirm it all up. Oh, yeah? Now, I tried to call Stacey's number there and it just... Did she was, answer? It was just dead. wasn't even ringing. Stacey. Stacey. Stacey, if you're listening. Stacey right now is probably panicking because <laughs> she's like, lads, I'm what here. What are you doing to me? So are we going to try and call Stacey again or... Uh, I think we should. Do you want to try call Stacey again? I think we should try call Stacey again. Right. Let's see if she answers this time around. Right. In fairness, yeah. though, if someone is trying to call you at half eleven on a Monday on a private number, yeah, you're gonna weird. be a little bit concerned and probably won't answer because I wouldn't either. But when it's a trip to Bali on the line, oh, this is what I'm getting. Oh, Stacey, what's going on? <clears throat> I don't know what to do. We have to get in touch with her. So she we, has do about we call out to her house. 20, 25 minutes. Trying to call you, Stacey, but your number is dying. It's going straight to. Uh, it's not even voicemail, it's just not connecting. Why doesn't Stacey give us another number that we could probably call her on? Wouldn't that be nice? Be handy. It would be very handy. So maybe if you have a number that works that we can ring you on, send it in to us. And we'll have a little chat about what you could be winning. Time's running out. Time is running out, but it's fine. Grand, you have a bit of time now. Um, Yeah. Just Stacey, that number we're trying to ring on doesn't seem to be working, which is bad news for you, Stacey. Good news if we can't get through to her for everyone else who's entered. Because they'll be back in the game. But Stacey, we're rooting for you. Excuse me. We are. Cormac's having a fit now because uh, (sighs) he couldn't get through twice. Anyway. Uh, we'll call back in, in a few moments' time. Moving on this evening, okay? Let's talk. Let's talk about aliens, unidentified flying objects, crazy things. Actually, while we're doing that, uh, if you're listening and you've ever experienced anything weird, unexplained, UFOE, do let us know. Do, 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 do. Also, a definite, a great series worth watching. I think it's back on Netflix or Prime. The X-Files series. I think it's all original ones. Definitely want to go watch. If, you, yeah. if, you, if that was another series that you didn't get um, hooked on or yeah. didn't get watched on, didn't watch, definitely worth definitely worth your time and energy, I think. The reason we're playing that is that somebody texting a little bit earlier on saying that uh, I saw a UFO, UFO. It was the husband. He was unidentified. I couldn't make him out at all. <laughs> I was like, okay. Now, some husbands have changed through lockdown. They, they may have put on a little bit of Ch- weight and you don't recognise them anymore. dare you? 
we have all put on a we little have, bit of weight yeah. during lockdown. And rightly so. We're hibernating. We can't even get out and walk. We're dealing with a pandemic. If you're ever allowed to be a fat mess, it's pandemic time. Yes, it's right now. About it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no one's going to shame you. I know people will still shame you because they're like that anyway. Uh, we're going to be chatting shortly in about five, ten minutes time to a professor of astronomy who believes we might have been visited by aliens. If you've ever experienced anything odd or weird, let us know. 87 I was doing a little bit of digging about UFOs in Ireland earlier mm. on. Yeah. Uh, the North last year... Northern Ireland, uh, the PSNI had about 20 reports of unidentified flying objects. 20? Many of them were just solar panels and balloons. Disappointing. Unfortunately disappointing. Although back in 1993 in Dublin and Wicklow, apparently there was a whole host of UFO sightings in this country. In this city, yeah. RT has a whole archive on the UFO reports of back in the day that apparently over Wicklow and over parts of Dublin, if you looked up in the sky one night, you could see these two objects that were flying through the sky that were changing colour from yellow to blue there was a whole big spread on do you remember the old newspaper it was called the Evening Press that your L might have got back in the day I think it went bust in the 90s there was a whole big front page spread on the UFOs that were spotted in Dublin And, and some UFOologists if that's even a term they've written books on the UFOs around Ireland and Dublin and this side of the world and said that we are a very very active area for extraterrestrial activity. That's kind of scary. Because everyone's off their rocker anyway in Dublin. Do they only come out at night, by the way? Because it always seems to be late night when everything's calm and you can't figure out what's in the sky and it's usually not a plane. Yeah. I had a strange... I don't think it it was a UFO. We were at a friend's just back in the day when you could go over to your mates and have drinks out the back, right? And... It was a clear night, clear sky, and we're out the back. And we'd spotted a couple of satellites. But then one came over, right? Attracted from, like, left all the way over to the right and looked up. But as it came over us, it got brighter, as if it was shining a light down. Oh, weird. So as it got over, and when it was directly above us, it was really, really, really bright. And then when it kind of continued to fly over, it got dimmer and dimmer and dimmer. And so it did it if, stall above no, you guys? and it lifted all of us up. And then we all got probed but you could have been <laughs> spotted they could have been just staggered in the sky yeah so I I think I presume it was a satellite but it was very weird because it got brighter when it came over and continued on it didn't change speed uh, mm. last year as well up the north the PS and I got a report off a guy who said he was transported to Bangor by extraterrestrials that's handy isn't it <laughs> I don't know reporting that did they do it for free well they, the crime is you didn't pay pal that's what that is so uh, if you've ever had a weird experience with um, we're not saying aliens. An unexplained sighting. What's it? Uh, there's another name for UFOs now. Is it a UAP or an uh, unidentified aerial phenomenon? Is what what the, the new kids are calling them? A UAP. Oh, okay. We'll go with UFO though. If you've ever seen anything weird uh, that you couldn't really explain, we won't. We won't name you if what you don't want to be named you? either. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. And we just got a message in there. I don't know if you're going to believe this. I don't know if I believe this, but sure look. Read so. Hi guys, what's the story? Uh, one night I was walking home from town. I didn't have the cash for a taxi, so I took a stroll through the Phoenix Park towards Blanche. And just as I passed the roundabout with the embassy on it, I looked up and I swear to God there was something bright and triangular in shape flying over me. More like ho- hovering. Hoovering? Hovering. I'm sure they mean hovering. Hovering over me for a few minutes. Now, I'm not saying it was aliens, but it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. It didn't make any sound at all, which was even weirder. And then out of nowhere, it just disappeared. 
I never told anyone this and never will because people will think I'm crazy. So please don't read out my name. But yeah, there was something flying over the park that night. That is kind of creepy, especially when you're on your own and it's silent and you don't have any backup from someone going, I saw that too. Mm. So then you try and tell someone the story the next day and they're like, yeah, sure. You don't believe them. Would you say that? (laughs) I mean, why would you, why would you not believe it? You weren't there. Uh, Maybe they had one too many fizzy drinks. Maybe they were smoking stuff they shouldn't have been smoking and they were hallucinating. But maybe a light is so bright that you can't deny that. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know when you're probably having a few too many orange juices and maybe you're walking in the dark and you might see a shadow Mm. and that might be your mind wandering or other things talking. Whereas a light above your head like that, out of nowhere, like this person would never be fearing a UFO. Mm. It's a bit suspicious. Like, I would believe that, yeah. Someone, one of my friends told me that they saw something on their way home like that I would totally believe that's it that's always the worry though if you do see something like everyone will just think you're crazy everyone will be like oh he's lost his mind he would but I mean see you'd have to be with someone and the two years would have to have seen it. it and then you'd be like oh, okay can we tell anyone this because then they'll just think ah the two years are crazy as well as that you, if you were that surprised and a bit shocked by it like this texture was saying that I'm not going to you know tell people or I haven't told people because they think I'm crazy that then I'm even more likely to believe the story. Mm. Do you know? Uh, Jersey, thanks for the message in. He said, hey guys, check out this news. He sent us a link saying that you can, now you can easily download all of the CIA UFO documents to date. Ooh, that's the, handy. The Black Vault has released hundreds of public PDFs containing CIA information on UFOs. Oh, well that is, that's the weekend reading sorted There now. you go now. I was big into UFOs back when I was a kid. There was this magazine. I think the magazine was called The X Factor. Yeah, about extraterrestrial yeah, stuff. Yeah, I about conspiracy it. theories and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was yeah. like, oh, aliens, cool. Um, so there's 10,000 Freedom of Information Act reports required. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, cool. So uh, I don't know if you've, if you've uh, Jersey, have you looked at this yourself? Have you dipped into it? Uh, and then there's a, I suppose as well, this is coming off the back of last year was it last year or was it the start of this year not the start of this year the start of last year I keep losing track of time it's only 2020 it's not Cormac it's 2021 um, the government over the United States released footage from two fighter jets of oh, yeah. unidentified flying aerial phenomenon things that they couldn't explain so they during the pandemic when everyone was going mad and when Trump was, Trump was losing his mind and all the media was, was distracted by that they just snuck out these two videos of aliens Let's see if we can get the audio from it because this is official government sources. Weird. Um, alien footage. Come on now. Alien um, footage. I don't remember this. How long ago was it? Um, it was filmed like about ten years ago, but then let's play this now. It was filmed a couple, about maybe more than ten or fifteen years ago, but it was released. It was leaked online, and then it was there. Uh, Oh my gosh. We're going against the wind. The wind's 120 knots to the west. So on the screen now, they're trying to track this object, which is obviously out in the distance above the clouds. This guy is flying a fighter jet. Oh, this is creepy. This has been released from the Pentagon. This is official. Look at that thing. It's rotating. It's rotating. 
and there was a second one over the sea that was picked up on like the plane's radar and they tracked it they caught it tiny little ball that's above the sea They've no idea what that is. That and they're soldiers, is. flying planes. They're not as if nobodies. Horrific. Highly trained individuals. Weird. So if you've ever had an experience with aliens, if you believe in that kind of stuff and the aliens were here, like if aliens arrived to Dublin tomorrow... I don't think anyone's going to blink twice. Cause what, what would you do with them? All right, sure, come on. Up to the storehouse. Yeah. Actually, do you know what? Disinfect your hands while you're at it. <laughs> then come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll go to the storehouse. Uh, we'll take it down. You can have a picture with the spire. But they have to isolate. They can't even bloody do that. You can see the book of cows. Yeah, what is the... Does Leo Varadkar or Michal Martin... What is the issue with intergalactic travellers? Do they have to self-isolate for a couple of weeks? Or are they all right? God, Who knows? Funny. If you've got any weird experiences with unexplained things... 87 Okay, before we move on, we're going to be chatting to a Harvard professor in a few moments' time as well about um, his belief that we've already been visited by aliens. So this is all starting to leak out now. Who knows? 2021 could be the year of the alien. Um, can we give Stacey one quick call back I and see if she'll answer? I think she's panicking here. I think we should give her a call. I think she knows that we tried to contact her. All right, okay. Now, so if, if, if you've just tuned in, Stacey has secured, she's about 10 minutes left. She has secured the final spot in our Paths to Paradise competition to head off to Bali. She's in the draw on Monday, but we haven't been able to get in touch with her. So let's see. Let's see now if we can get in touch with her. We can definitely do it this time. I love the the emoji that she actually just put in the text was that newish one where it's, you know, that really sad crying face. Oh, with the big eyes? Sorry, the welling up eyes. Yeah. So, you know, I feel sorry for her already. But not for long because she's about to be told that she's going to be in the draw. For a trip to Bali. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Stacy. Hey. We finally got you. I know you were panicking there trying to ring us while we were talking yeah. on air so we couldn't get to you, but... <laughs> You did text us back in time. Well, John, Stacey, congratulations. You are the final Monday finalist here on FM 104. You have gotten your place alongside Gillian and Dean from Room 104. You'll be in the draw next Monday. And this year, you could be heading off to an all-expenses-paid trip to the wonderful island paradise of Bali. Lovely. I'm over the moon, delighted. Oh, it's not a bad end to Monday. I know. Apologies for the late call at 20 to 12 on a Monday night, but I suppose it was worth it. It was worth it. And I'm waiting for the last year. I have a baby seven weeks, so I'm still up. And and just to make sure, you've never forgotten your baby or left it anywhere? We were just chatting about that earlier on. No, just me fast, baby. Oh, so you're a seasoned professional at this stage. You know exactly what you're doing. Yeah. Deadly, could deadly. You could definitely do it a holiday. Oh, God, you deserve it. 100% deserve it. Well, listen, Stacey, delighted we were able to get back in touch with you. You were our final finalist. Very best of luck. You're in that draw on Monday, all right? And you could be uh, heading along to Bali. Lovely. I'll be listening out. Oh, excellent. Listen, <laughs> Stacey, you're in the draw. We'll chat you soon. Thank you. Bye. 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 Three happy callers <sighs> tonight. Phew. I love that. Phew. Phew. I know. Phew. I'm so glad she got back in touch. Job done, lads. Job done. Well done. Uh, thanks, everyone. If you did enter and we didn't call you back today, do not worry. Jim, Jim, and Nobby from 7 a.m. tomorrow morning will be giving you your next chance, and we will be picking tomorrow's final finalist here on Room 104. This will be running Monday to Friday. So uh, you've got loads of time and loads of chances to get in the draw. That's our paths to paradise. Bali, the Bali draw will take place on Monday. And then it's a trip to Thailand that we're giving away the following week. So loads to keep keep you going and loads of stuff to uh, look forward to here in 2021 as we, fingers crossed, maybe start to turn the corner. Anyway, on the way next here on Room 104, you're going to be hearing from said Harvard professor about how he believes we may have already been visited by an alien artefact from another civilization. He thinks we uh, might have come into contact with something a couple of years ago. He's not a crackpot. He's not insane. He's a Harvard professor. He knows what he's doing. He's going to be on the line next year on Room 104. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. FM 104. Room 104, it's Cormac and Saoirse here. You can get in touch 87 104 And 2020, you may have, we, well, we all know, it's been one of the craziest years on record. And the start of this year, 2021, hasn't been much better. But when it comes to things like extraterrestrial life, alien intelligence, where are your thoughts on it? Do you think uh, we'll ever discover it? Do you think aliens are already here? You can let us know. Joining us now to talk a little bit more about our contacts with uh, potential alien life. He is a Harvard professor from the Department of Astronomy. He's got a brand new book coming out, Extraterrestrial the first sign of intelligent life beyond Earth. And we're delighted to welcome to the show Professor Avi Loeb. How are you, Avi? Thanks for having me. So take us back. You have a rather 
controversial opinion about, you know, us being exposed to extraterrestrial life. Can you take us back to, this is in relation to an event that happened, um, was it last year where it seemed as if an asteroid was coming in contact with Earth, but you're suggesting that it might be something different? Well, it was uh, October 2017. Uh, the first object that came from outside the solar system was spotted uh, near Earth. Uh, it, it was called Oumuamua, which means uh, a scout, a messenger from mm. far away because it was discovered in Hawaii and uh, the meaning of it in the Hawaiian language. Uh, and at first, of course, everyone, all the astronomers thought that uh, it must be a rock, like the asteroids or comets that we had seen before from within the solar system. This object was definitely coming from outside because it was moving too fast to be bound to the sun. But then uh, as time went on, it became clear that this object doesn't look like anything we have seen before. Its shape was... Uh, very extreme, much longer than it is wide. It was pushed by a mysterious force because we haven't seen any cometary tail that could give it a push as we see in comets. And uh, moreover, um, it looked like it's uh, shiny and flat uh, based on the light that it reflected uh, from the sun. And we suggested that the extra push that it gets, uh, since we don't see a cometary tail, could be just by reflecting sunlight. The sunlight is giving it a kick. Um, and actually, I should say this year, uh, I mean, a few months ago, in September 2020, there was another object found, and that one also showed the push by sun reflecting sunlight. But uh, then uh, the astronomers figured out that um, in 1966, there was a rocket booster that was kicked into space from a, a mission called the Surveyor 2 Lunar mm. Lander. And uh, that is the object that was found, and it was hollow and thin. Because of that, it was also pushed by sunlight. So we could tell when an object is not a rock, when it, it behaves in a way that it, it must be very thin, and nature cannot produce such, such things. And in the case of the object that was found just recently, we know that we produced it. It's a, you know, oh, NASA weird, yeah. launched it into space. But if in, in the case of the other one, Oumuamua, we don't know where it came from. This is mad. So obviously the shape of this is much longer and not like a comet or a meteor that we've typically seen. So the only other thing we've spotted in space has been man-made. Yeah, I mean, um, so uh, in this case, uh, we concluded that in order for sunlight to push it, it needs to be less than a millimeter thick. And, uh, you know, there are... We are currently developing this technology of light sails where mm. we push a sail uh, by reflecting light off it. It could be sunlight or it could be a laser beam. And uh, just like the sail on a boat that is being pushed by wind, uh, the wind, the air reflecting off it, you can have a push given by the light reflecting off the surface. And, and we are using it for space exploration because uh, you don't need to carry the fuel uh, with the spacecraft if you use this technology. So it could well be that another civilization mastered this technology by now. That was the suggestion in a scientific paper that we uh, that I wrote. And since then, I uh, worked on uh, many other aspects of this object and wrote papers about it. Uh, I should say that, you know, there were people that tried to explain it in a natural way. Yeah. Um, but in all of in all of these cases, they had to invent something that we have never seen before. Like, for example, a dust bunny. You know, the kind of thing that you find in a household. A collection of dust particles. You know, a dust bunny that is yeah. being pushed by sunlight. That's something we've never seen before, and uh, it's not clear that it can survive the the journey through interstellar space. 
Another suggestion was maybe it's a hydrogen uh, iceberg, you know, something that we have never seen before, just made of hydrogen, frozen hydrogen. Uh, and then we would not see the cometary tail because when it evaporates, hydrogen is transparent. But uh, again, this, this kind of a thing would not survive uh, going through interstellar space. Sunlight would evaporate it very quickly. So anyone that tried to explain the properties of this object uh, went to great, uh, at great length to invent ideas that, you know, something that we've never seen before. And my point is, you know, if it's something that we've never seen before, we should consider the possibility that it's artificially made. And so that's uh, all of the details uh, about the object and why I think this way are in my book uh, about to come out uh, in a couple of weeks, um, also in, in the UK and Ireland. I mean, it would be huge if it was, but how can we prove that? Yes. Yeah, so the problem is uh, we, discovered, we had a guest for dinner and we discovered that this guest is weird only by the time that uh, it went out uh, the front door into the dark street. You know? So uh, we couldn't really chase uh, Oumuamua once we figured out that it's uh, unusual. Uh, it was moving too fast. But if we were to discover it when it was approaching us, and that was July uh, 2017 instead of October when we actually noticed it, then uh, we, we, we could have sent a, a camera on a, on a CubeSat that would meet it and take a photograph of it from up close. And so the, the lesson from that is uh, we should survey the sky. And there is a, actually a telescope designed to look uh, at the sky and survey it uh, in a few years uh, that is much more sensitive than the one we used in, in Hawaii and uh, should find objects like that, you know, every month or so. So we survey the sky and whenever we notice something that looks that unusual, we should uh, obviously get more data, yeah. try to out what it is, what its nature is. Sort of like walking on a beach and, uh, you know, looking at uh, seashells, but every now and then you notice a plastic bottle and uh, maybe there is a message in the bottle. So if we presume, let's say, it is from another civilization, it is from another intelligent civilization millions and millions of miles away and they sent this probe or the ship or whatever it is, why do you think it didn't stop and have a look around Earth? Oh, because, uh, you know, it's moving at a speed that it takes it uh, tens of thousands of years to traverse the entire solar system. So it's not as if uh, whoever you know, produced this knew that we exist and, and just targeted us mm. in any way. It's not clear what the purpose of this thing is. Uh, it could be just a relay station for communication. It could be you know, a, a road post. A, a, there are many such things. There is a grid of things that is used for navigation in interstellar space. Who knows what this, this is? Or it could be just a, a piece of material that was ripped off uh, the surface of another, you know, of a bigger spacecraft. So, uh, we don't know what it is, but the point is if it's artificially made and <laughs> comes from outside the solar system, it's important, you know, it's an mm. important piece of evidence that we are not alone. And, and there is no reason for us to think that we are alone. I, I, you know, I just, I think it's arrogant for us to think that we are unique and special when we know that uh, roughly all the, uh, you know, Half of the sun-like stars have a planet of the size of the Earth roughly at the same distance from the star, and you could have liquid water on the surface and life as we know it. So uh, why should we think that we are alone? And moreover, I don't think that we are the sharpest cookie in the jar. <laughs> we are not the smartest kid on the block, you know. Definitely so, not. Um, the events I think of the last arrogant. Anyway, yeah. Anyone that, yeah, I, I mean, when you open the morning newspaper, obviously you recognize that we are probably not very smart, right? 
you could yeah. imagine things that are much smarter than that. Uh, is there any uh, idea on which way it was headed? We were able to track to see where it was going. Is it in an orbit or is it just kind of gone now? Oh, no, no. It's, uh, it's definitely unbound to this. It will move out of the solar system eventually. But we cannot really chase it for, for two reasons. One, it's moving faster than any rocket we, we launched in the past. But, but the second is that, um, you know, as it moves away from the sun, it becomes very dim, very faint, roughly inversely with distance to the fourth power, you know, very quickly. So now it's uh, a million times uh, fainter than it was when it was ne- next to us. Uh, just because the amount of sunlight reflected from it drops very quickly. So it's extremely dim. And if you wanted to find it, you would need uh, to launch a spacecraft that, you know, would be equipped with a big telescope that can see it because it's uh, very faint right now. And was there anything else worth looking into when you discovered this object in space? Yeah, I think, uh, well, my book, the second important message from my book has to do with us. Because obviously when you think about life uh, in space, it reflects on how we behave. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, I must say, I'm, I'm really puzzled by the way that the scientific community reacts to this possibility because it's a taboo subject. You're not supposed to discuss the possibility that there is an extraterrestrial intelligence out there and that some anomalies that we see in the sky may be explained by that. There is a backlash against discussing it. And I think it's a missed opportunity because we have the technology to search for intelligent life out there and we cannot put blinders. Uh, and we, uh, So we should be open-minded. And the public is extremely interested in this question. So how dare the scientists shy away from uh, addressing this question. That, that's the second issue that I bring up in my book. Brilliant. Well, Professor Avi Loeb, who is uh, the chair of Harvard's Department of Astronomy, who has written extensively about that. If you're listening, you can check it out at the end of the month. Extraterrestrial, the first sign of intelligent life beyond Earth. Sounds uh, fascinating and interesting. But Professor, thanks a million for giving up your time this evening. Thanks for hosting me. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.